Some stories about my friends who have died young. Mixed in with a little bit of humor. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. How many best friends can you have? I feel like I got two best friends, but then... Then I'm like, you know what? I mean, my, my third my third best friend, I mean, I freaking love that person. So, they mean to have three, and then... And I don't know, I'm trying to think, who's the fourth? I mean, you get to your fourth best friend, all of a sudden you're hitting... You're hitting family, you know? You're hitting brothers and fathers and... Mothers and sisters. Not sure why I put mothers and sisters after fathers and brothers, but... Whatever, probably a little insight into my brain. But one of my best friends, he's, uh, I think he might die. I mean, we don't know yet. But he's always been a bit of a wild child. I think, like, you know, he, he got it, he had his first kid, I think, when he was 15. And, uh, I, don't know, I think the, the mom was 14. And he was addicted to heroin. Um, I don't know, for five or ten years. Uh, I mean, he's been clean for a long time now, but... Something about, you know, if, if you want to live your life as a rock star, somehow all of a sudden you're on heroin and you're just sitting on a couch like a lump. Like, if you could go back in time and hang out with, like, the most, you know, craziest rock stars that you ever heard of, like, you know, Keith Moon from The Who, all the ones that died young, I think what you'd actually find is just someone on a couch trying to hold their head up, trying to keep their eyes open, but then, you know, their their eyes close and they nod down and then it wakes them back up. You know, every time their head goes down, it wakes them back up and they just sit there and do that for hours. You know, that's that might be the real life of a super, absolutely insane-ass rock star, which is ironic. But yeah, my buddy, he, uh, his pancreas is mixed messed up and like I don't even know who the pancreas is where is the pancreas I mean I, I just I learned these things because he's got a messed up one and it's it's above your stomach somewhere around your sternum and it's the organ that creates acid for digesting food and if your pancreas goes bad you can't you know like if your liver goes bad you might get a liver replacement heart heart replacement anyways pancreas there ain't there ain't nothing for it. If it goes bad, uh, I think you die. And it's hard, you know. It's either it's either genetic, or it's related to uh, drinking too much alcohol, or both. Like my buddy, we we used to hang out and drink. You know, I don't know what twenty years ago, twenty twenty thirty twenty to twenty five years ago. And my buddy, he would always get like a a fifth of whiskey, and he would just he would just have his fifth of whiskey, and then. I mean, every time we went out to do stuff, I mean, talk about fun. Talk about fun. You get a wild man drinking a fifth of whiskey, just stuff is going to happen. You're not going to have a boring evening. Like, if it's 4th of July, and you go out on an island on the Columbia River, which is a half mile wide, I mean, it's almost like a lake, uh, your buddy is going to get bored with the fireworks that people brought, and he's just going to dump five gallons of gas into the river and light the whole sucker on fire. And so, you know, basically, I just, I hope he, I hope he's going to be okay. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing, there's nothing I can do. Thoughts and prayers, but obviously that does not fix a organ. And I'll say, like, my buddy, he's, uh, 
I think I think of of everyone I know, like he loves his friends and his family more than anyone. And that's probably why it's probably why I love him so much because just whatever. He's just he's just a very loving guy who also might set a river on fire. But I guess whatever. I'm 48. I looked it up. I, I, I asked Google, how old am I? If I was born on the date that I was born, and Google's like, you're 48, so that's how old I am. And I was just thinking, I think, you know, it's like starting to get to the age where you you lose people. I mean, you know, it probably depends on how you live your life. Like, you know, the drugs and alcohol that seemed like a good idea when you were 19, um, well, they, they may not have been as, as good an idea as you thought. So I thought I might talk about my friends who have died. My first friend who died, he died when he was maybe 25. You know, this is, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago now. And he was a great guy. Everyone loved him. I remember back in, like, I was friends with him, I was friends with him uh, later on in my 20s. But, like, back in uh, middle school, I wasn't his friend, but he was known as the toughest kid in middle school. Like, you know, it had nothing to do with me, but it was like, you did not want to get in a fight with him. And I remember one time, like one nerd guy was like, somehow him and my buddy, whatever, they're going to have a fight after school. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're going to get killed. But I think, I think my buddy didn't do nothing to the nerd kid. He wasn't, he wasn't that kind of, whatever. He wasn't going to beat up a nerd. But fast forward to when he was, you know, 24 right right before he died um me and him would hang out and he had his own house which was not everyone not everyone had their own house back then a lot of people with roommates basically and it's the only time i ever got to hang out with um cool black people and basically like my buddy his he had a childhood friend who was black and that guy was like he was the coolest he was the coolest guy I mean, whatever, wherever, wherever this guy went, he was the coolest guy. I think he had the most attractive girlfriend I've ever seen in person. Um, there's a few, there's a, there's a few friends I've had who, you know, who has the most attractive wife or girlfriend, right? I think, I think this black guy had the most attractive girlfriend of anyone I've ever seen. She was, you know, it was a blonde, whatever, it was a blonde woman. She looked like she was out of Playboy or something. And while she was the most attractive girlfriend of anyone I've ever known, uh, she was absolutely insane. Like, the only time I ever saw her, she, like, she'd show up and just be yelling at him, and he'd be yelling at her, and, and I'd just be standing back going, my God, that woman is attractive. And then someone, one or, one or both of them would jump in a car and slam the car door and take off out of there like crazy. And I remember, yeah, and so that guy, but he had a bunch of black friends. So I, you know, I go over to my buddy's house and there'd be all these, uh, super cool black dudes hanging out there. And I'll tell you what, they, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if any of them are dead now too. They might be, cause they were just like my buddy. They were hardcore and like me and my friends, cause we were pussies. We were nerds, uh, sort of, not really, but we were whatever in comparison, we were pussies. But we used to have something called the lighter game. And I guess it's because we used to smoke marijuana and cigarettes back back in the good old days. But the lighter game was if anyone set down a lighter, 
You just pick, you picked it up and put it in your pocket, and it was your lighter now. But these black guys, they also played the lighter game, but they played it with money. So I thought that was, I thought that was interesting. I mean, I never got to win or lose any money playing that game because even though my buddy was friends with all of them and I had high hopes, I'm like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to be cool, man. I'm going to be just hanging out with black people, doing cool black stuff. Anyways, they never took to me good enough for that. So my buddy, he was, he was drinking too much. He was drinking um, Milwaukee ice beer for a long time. And he just, he would, he just, you'd go to his place and it would just be full of Milwaukee, Milwaukee ice beer. I got, oh yeah, that's right. He had a job at a uh, distributor, uh, you know, beer distributor. So like he drove a truck and would deliver beer. And so he could get Milwaukee ice, I don't know, cheap or for free or something. So just, you just go to his house, he just have tons of this high alcohol kind of beer. And I didn't drink it. I mean, when I went over there, I used to drink Pabst. If I went over there, I'd bring a six-pack of Pabst or something and hang out. I didn't, whatever. Anyways, he had a drinking problem. The whole place was full of beer cans. But that wasn't, that's not actually enough to kill you. And so, after a while, I guess the beer wasn't cutting it. And so, he was drinking um, hard liquor. He was drinking eight star some kind of whiskey i don't know i think it was called eight star and then you go over to his house and instead of beer cans everywhere it would just be empty bottles of eight star everywhere and i think he was drinking a half gallon every day which is like i mean whatever you could have a, you could have a party with you know five to ten people with a half gallon normally but this guy was doing it just himself basically even even then that was fine i would just I mean, it didn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't impact my life. I would just, I would, I would, I would take my six pack of Pabst. I'd go over to his house. We'd watch, uh, you know, the basketball game or other sports games, whatever. And then I'd go home and it was all good. And it wasn't like he was acting crazy. I mean, you know, he had a hell of a tolerance. He'd drink that whole half gallon and just be totally, I don't know about normal, but whatever, be a fun person to hang out with. But I guess this is before cell phones, but. You know, before I would go over, I would be like, you know, I'd give him a call. I'd be like, hey, I was, you know, the the Blazers are, we used to watch the Blazers. I was like, the Blazers are playing. I was thinking about coming over and watching it at your house. And, you know, and normally he'd be like, yeah, sure, come on over. We're all, you know, we're all watching it. We're watching it already. It's a bunch of people here. Come on over. But then something changed and I don't, you know, it's like looking back on it. I can come up with some theories, but I just didn't know. Just whatever. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm coming. I was thinking about coming on over and watching the game," and all of a sudden he's like, "Eh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to watch the game." I'm like, "Are you going to do something else?" He's like, "Nah." Basically, it was just kind of a. I don't know if he's. he's I mean, looking back, he's probably depressed or something. And basically, it was like, if I called him, like, "Hey, you want to hang out?" The answer was no. Although he wouldn't just come out and say that. I'd be like, oh, you know, maybe tomorrow. You know, what, you know, something like that. I'd be like, nah, not today. Maybe tomorrow. And then I'd call him tomorrow. Like, eh, not today. You know, oh, you know, we should do it another time. And I don't remember how long, you know. In my mind, this happened real quick. But, you know, maybe it was, maybe this went on for months. Or maybe, I feel like it was just a few weeks. It was just like, all of a sudden, didn't want to hang out. And then a few weeks later, he was dead. And I think he died of acute 
liver failure or something. Like normally, alcohol will kill you with chronic liver failure. You know, acute means it happens all at once. Chronic means you've been doing it for years. So he didn't. He didn't. He didn't have the problem. I mean, he he probably would have later, but he didn't have the problem of uh, drinking too long over a long period of time. But in any case, he had acute liver failure and. Like I think you know, if you go to the hospital, they can totally save your life. But he was—he was alone. He had it when he was alone. He didn't call anyone to come help him. And you got maybe a—I don't know what—twenty-four-hour period where if you don't go to the hospital, you will die. And so he died. And I'll say, even—even even when you're drinking as much as this guy was drinking, you shouldn't die. There's something wrong with his genetics because his brother, his brother his older brother, he drank too much and like the blood vessels in his hips stopped working. And so he, you know, he ended up, he he's walking with a cane, you know, he's like, whatever he's in his twenties in his mid twenties. And his brother was walking with a cane cause he drank too much and it destroyed his hips. So basically that family, they, they had the genetics that said drink a frickin ton. And then also the genetics is like, and whatever and you'll either die or you'll be walking with a cane the rest of your life and so that was a long time ago my buddy died of alcohol but I had another buddy who died more recently and I don't say the names of people that I know in real life normally but I'm going to tell you about I'm going to tell you this guy's name his name was Buttface and I'm not joking I mean it, it wasn't it wasn't the name on his driver's license but uh his honest-to-God name was Buttface. I think he got that name. It was before I met him, but he was in a he was in a fraternity where everyone got a nickname, and his nickname was Buttface. And then he just kept that. He kept that for the rest of his life. So you know, you whatever. If you're hanging out with Buttface and you go to the bar and it's like, you know, some hot chick or ugly chick is like, "Hey, what's your name?" He'd be like, "Buttface." And she'd be like, no, it's not. And I, you know, I'd be chiming in. I'd be like, no, no, it's butt face. When I talk to him, I, you know, I'm saying, I'm saying the word butt face, you know, a hundred times an hour because that's his name. And I'm noticing a pattern here, but the other two buddies I just talked about and then butt face, um, they were all wild men. I mean, they were, I don't know, they just, they would do crazy stuff. You'd hang out with them. It would never be boring because they're constantly doing crazy stuff. I think it's, I think it's genetic. There's something in their brain where they're, you know, it's, it's not um, attention deficit disorder, but it's kind of like that. You know, I mean, they they could be calm and chill, but whatever. They're still looking for something amazing and crazy to always do. And so, anyways, butt face. I think of all, of all of them, they're all all these all all, all all three of these people were wild men. But Buttface, he was the most wild. And he was kind of a short, fat, blonde, white man, but also very muscular. I think he, I think, I think he did uh, wrestling in college, for instance. Kind of, he, he's kind of like Chris Farley. I think Chris Farley was too tall. Kind of like a short Chris Farley. Like he used to do, like, you know, instead of, like, you know, if you're in a building and you're walking down a bunch of steps, you know, from floor to floor, a multi-story building with going down the stairs, like, you know, you, dear listener, would just be walking one step, next step, 
he would like tr- turn himself into a ball and just roll down all the steps at once. I mean, he was a wild man. And for various reasons, he and I were working in the same living, working and living in the same city, um, maybe about four years ago. So we get together and go out to the bar, you know, you know, for me, just have a couple beers, whatever. And Buttface, I mean, he would talk to the bar, like the whole bar, everyone in the entire bar. He'd be like, hey, everyone in the entire bar, I just got off work. How are you? And like he would keep the conversation going. He would talk to the entire bar, like every single person there all at once. I guess except for me, because I would get my beer and just sit there quietly going like, holy crap. Yeah, so anyways, that kind of gives you an idea of the type of fellow he was. He was so fun. I'll tell you one thing. He used to be he used to be in charge of his job was he was in charge of giant construction projects. And he's like, come on over. I'll let you drive the excavator. So I did that. You know, I I never got paid for driving an excavator, but you know, excavator, it's like a like a steam shovel. Whatever. I got to drive around and dig some dirt and fill in some dirt on a giant freaking a humongous freaking excavator just cuz whatever. That was his job and he he could let me do it. They actually had a they had a couple excavators. One of them had a giant saw blade. It was probably 6 feet in diameter or maybe 8 feet in diameter. I mean, it was taller. It was a saw blade that was taller than a person. It had a little bit of diamonds on it. It was for cutting rock. Anyways, he would not let me run the giant diamond cutting saw blade excavator. He wasn't that much of a wild man. I mean, like you could have cut a car in half, just and it would just it would just been perfect. It would be like you know you could just cut that car perfectly in half and then spread it open and see exactly what things look like. But anyways, didn't let me do it. But in any case, he made a lot of money and he spent that money on stuff that you shouldn't spend it on, stuff that goes up your nose, plus alcohol. And uh, but here's the funny thing, and then he died, um, and I'm not even sure it was related to that. I think you know. It, it, I've never, I've never learned, I've never learned why he died, but um, he started getting like these blinding headaches or something wrong with his brain. You know, so what caused it? I don't know. There's something wrong with his brain. He was getting these blinding headaches, like he couldn't drive anywhere because when the blinding headache came on, you know, it'd basically like be having a like a seizure while you're driving, which would then kill you and someone else. And so I don't know what it was, but anyways. Something wrong with his brain? Was it just coincidence with all the drugs and alcohol or related to it? I don't know, but killed him and it just the world was left with one less absolutely wild man. And I miss him. Okay, makes me think of one other makes me think of a story. So me and Buttface, Buttface had a couple kids. And so kind of like how 4 years ago me and Buttface happened to live in the same city. Like 20 years ago, me and Buttface happened to live in the same city also. And so we'd hang out, and he had these kids. I think he had, you know, he was divorced. He had his kids on the weekend. And so one night, me, Buttface, his two kids, you know, like the daughter was probably 10, and the son was probably 6. And so we went out to some Mexican restaurant, and we sat down, we ordered our food, and then I don't know I don't know what the malfunction was, but anyways, they did not bring our food for like an hour. So it's like me, butt faced the wild man, 
and then his kids are just like him. So now, now you got like a, especially his daughter, like his 10 year old daughter, she's a freaking wild man also. But so the food is taking so long and the kids are getting antsy. Um, so Buttface came up with a solution and the solution was spit wads. Like they did bring us, they did bring us our drinks. And so, you know, you just take a little bite of the, the piece of paper that your straw comes in and you roll it around with spit and you make a little ball and then you put it into your straw and you shoot it. And so basically we just, we just covered that. We covered that restaurant with people all around us being a little bit careful. So no one noticed. And, uh, I mean, I didn't do it that much, but anyways, those kids, they covered that whole freaking restaurant in spit wads, the ceiling, the wall. I will say Buttface was not totally, totally wild because the kids started shooting the waitress when her back was turned and he stopped that. All right. Talking about Buttface's daughter makes me think of another story or two. And so this time, like about 20 years ago, uh, we were living near each other. It was Corvallis, Oregon is where it was. And I just, I got, I got, I got the bright idea that I was going to go online and find all the rope swings, you know, like you swing on the rope into a river or a lake. And then so me and Buttface, we were just, you know, like, Hey, you want to do something this weekend? Yeah. What do you want to do? Like, Hey, I heard about this rope swing, you know, 30 miles over here. Let's go to that. Sweet. Sounds good. And so we did that, you know, we did that uh, multiple weekends, but anyways, one weekend, he had his kids, which is good. You know, rope swing is great for kids. But anyways, he had his kids, and somehow he had previously promised his daughter that he would take her to a water park. It's like a water park that you pay to get into type thing. And so, you know, me and him were like, hey, we found, you know, instead of going to the water park, why don't we go do this rope swing that we heard about? It'll be fun. There'll be, you know, we can swim, we can go on the rope swing, and this girl is 10-year-old girl was just like, no. She's like, you promised to take me to the water park. The answer is no. And we're like, please, come on, please. Just, <laughs> it'll be so fun. We want to go to this rope swing. And she's like, no. And Buttface, like I say, he's a wild man, but he also wasn't going to go back on his word with his daughter. So it was looking bad. Like I was not going to this water park. It was a long ways away. I was not going to this water park. It was just, that was going to be the end of it. We couldn't hang out. And then I had a bright idea. And I said to this 10 year old girl, I was like, I'll give you $20 if you agree to go to this rope swing. And just like her sour, she had a sour look on her face this whole time as we're begging her to let us go to the water. I'm sorry, the uh, rope swing. Anyways, I was like, I'll give you $20. And her sour face turned upside down. And she's like, oh, sure. And I'm kind of a weird person because I treat, I treat kids like adults. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know, whatever, I just do. That's just what I do. And when she said, okay, whatever, I just pulled $20 out of my wallet and I gave it to her. And whatever, we went to the rope swing. We had a great day. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.